Welcome to the Untangling Life Podcast with Rachel Wojo. I'm Rachel, and this podcast is where you'll find the space to clear your head and calm your heart. I'm so glad you're here. Make yourself at home. Well, hey there, and welcome to episode 38 of the Untangling Life Podcast. I'm Rachel, and today's episode is the fourth in a series called a word for your wilderness. I'm so glad you're choosing to listen in today. In episode 35, I shared God's purpose for your wilderness, and we dove into Exodus 13 and 14, where I uncovered the nuances of how God prevented the children of Israel from making horrible decisions. He protected them from the enemy, and he positioned them for the miracle. Then in episode 36, I shared how God's presence in the wilderness made all the difference for the children of Israel. They learned that the character of God is good, kind, and loving. His posture is grace, and his grace was with them, especially in the wilderness, although they were keeping the law. And episode 27 covered God's provision in your wilderness. We learned that God often provides in unlikely ways, and we have to train our eyes to embrace our Heavenly Father's perspective and be looking for His unique provision. And that brings us to today's episode, The Promotion from Your Wilderness. I mean, this is what we're all waiting for, right? Everyone loves promotion time. Whether you're moving up a grade in elementary school or ready to climb the next rung of your employment ladder, getting promoted is a big deal. Throughout this series, we've read passages on the story of the children of Israel from Egypt through the wilderness. We have read from Exodus, Numbers, Deuteronomy, and we landed last week at the end with Deuteronomy 2.7. These 40 years, the Lord your God has been with you, and you have not lacked anything. Praise the Lord. But in today's episode, we're looking at the passages where the journey for the children of Israel in the wilderness has ended. It's finally coming to a close. Listen carefully to these words. Deuteronomy 2, verse 13. And the Lord said, Now get up and cross the Zerid Valley. So we crossed the valley. Thirty-eight years passed from the time we left Kadesh Barnea until we crossed the Zerid Valley. By then, that entire generation of fighting men had perished from the camp, as the Lord had sworn to them. The Lord's hand was against them until he had completely eliminated them from the camp. Now when the last of these fighting men among the people had died, The Lord said to me, Today you are to pass by the region of Moab at Ar. When you come to the Ammonites, do not harass them or provoke them to war, so I will not give you possession of any land belonging to the Ammonites. I have given it as a possession to the descendants of Lot. And we skip down to verse 24 in Deuteronomy 2. Set out now and cross the Arnon Gorge. See, I have given into your hand Sihon the Amorite, king of Heshbon, and his country. Begin to take possession of it and engage him in battle. This very day I will begin to put the terror and fear of you on all nations under heaven. They will hear reports of you and will tremble and be in anguish because of you. When I was reading this last week, it arrested my attention. The words in verse 25 Begin to take possession of it and engage him in battle. 
this was God's introduction to the promotion from the wilderness. <laughs> it sounds really attractive, doesn't it? Engage him in the battle. It doesn't sound like such a relief from the wilderness. If we skip on down to verse 31, the Bible says, The Lord said to me, See, I have begun to deliver Sihon and his country over to you. Now begin to conquer and possess the land. So listen carefully. God's part was, I have begun to deliver. And our part, or the children of Israel's part, was, you begin to conquer and possess the land. I think this was such a pivotal moment for the children of Israel, for Moses at this time in history, because everything was about to change. And so they had this introduction to the promotion that God was going to give. He was about to deliver them from their wanderings in the wilderness, but it probably didn't look like what they thought it would. Things were not going to be the same. But do you know how things are very comfortable after you've been in them for a while? Even circumstances that you don't necessarily enjoy, you adjust to it, you settle in and accept it. And then change comes around again, which makes it very hard. We are not big fans of change, most of us. We would prefer for things to stay the same. And the reason we prefer things to stay the same is because we want the control. We want to understand. We want to be able to predict what's going to happen. And so this introduction into the promotion wasn't exactly fun. It wasn't exactly something that they were ready for the children of Israel in their own eyes, because as we know later, there were giants in the land. Jordan was a beautiful place, a land flowing with milk and honey, a promised place for the children of Israel to possess and live. But there were some things that needed to happen first. God had to carry them through some battles in order for the land to be conquered and possessed. I think the lesson in that for us today is that we need to be sure. We need to be sure that we are anticipating the fact that God is going to bring things in and out of our lives, circumstances, people, loved ones, family. He is going to move in miraculous ways. And this requires change. It requires a start on our part. He is beginning to deliver, but we have to choose to begin to conquer if we want the gracious life that he promises for us, if we want to see victories in our lives. And so I think that is our lesson from the children of Israel in this introduction to their promotion that didn't exactly seem like a good switch from wilderness to battle, but it was the next necessary step. So after they were introduced to the promotion, they had to choose to step into the promotion. And maybe that's where you are today. You're trying to figure out, how do I actually choose and accept this change and begin to walk in it? Whether it's a cancer diagnosis, um, another disease, uh, desperation, depression, there are so many 
places where we have to step in and claim the victory. God is saying, I have begun to deliver. I have set you up for success. You have my word. You have my promises. You have a direct connection to me. But you do have to step into and choose the promotion. Choose to walk out of this wilderness and face the next battle. This is the time to put those wilderness skills into action, right? I have a little story to share with you, so I'll go off script for a moment, if you will. A couple of years ago, I attended Speak Up Conference online for the first time. It was a virtual experience. I was in awe of all that God was doing at the Speak Up Conference with Carol Kent and Bonnie Emery, how God was miraculously reviving people. He was working in the lives of Christian authors, speakers, writers, leaders. And it was just such an incredible thing to see virtually. I couldn't imagine what it would be like in person, but there was one thing I knew. Speak Up Conference was like drinking from a fire hose. The amount of information was just incredible. But what I knew was missing was an ongoing opportunity to connect with people, to really have an opportunity to have community collaboration, to not just network per se, but really develop Christian author relationships with one another and begin to implement all that was being taught through the Speak Up Conference. And so I contacted my dear friend, Carol Kent, and said, you know, I think God is doing something special. And here are my ideas. And Carol came back so graciously and she said, this is absolutely wonderful. Would you lead this? And I remember at that moment, it was like God was handing this dream over to me. You know, I had thought for so many years that I was supposed to lead and help others. And all of a sudden it was handed in my lap. Only my daughter Taylor had only passed away a few months before this. It had barely been six months. And when I received Carol's email asking me to lead, I thought, you know, I just can't step into this promotion. I can't because I'm I'm not ready. I'm not qualified. The pain is too deep. I am, you know, forgetful. I'm losing things. I'm dealing with grief. And I just am not in a place where I can lead women of this caliber. And I prayed over it and prayed over it. And the Lord would not let me release it. I knew that the right thing was to answer Carol Kent and say, yes, I will help lead the growth groups for Speak Up Conference. God so graciously gave me that opportunity. And now I can tell you three years later that I am so honored to be a part of this incredible group of women and what God is doing through Speak Up Growth Groups is just amazing. What if I had gotten to that battle and said, well, Lord, I know you brought me through the wilderness, but you know, I'm just going to camp here. I don't feel like crossing into battle. I know you've begun to deliver, but I don't feel like stepping into the conquering phase. I'm so grateful that that is not what happened. 
Every month, we see dozens of women who are growing in their not only their faith, but their leadership, their speaking, their writing. It is incredible what God is doing. And I would have missed that. I would have missed that if I had not stepped into the promotion and begun to conquer what God had already begun to deliver. Besides the introduction of the promotion and the stepping into the promotion, I guess the last thing I would share with you is that we have to release our expectations of the promotion. It may turn out different than what you think it will. As I look back over the last couple of months, I have shared with you that my father lost his life due to cancer. And as I watched his body leave his home for the last time, I stayed overnight in my parents' house for one more night all by myself with everything still untouched because I knew that the next day everything would begin to change. The possessions in the house would no longer be in the same place they had been for over 40 years. The heart of the house would no longer be the same as my parents worked hard to pass the baton of their faith over to their children, but it would never be exactly the same as it was when my parents lived in that home. And so I say to you today that there may be some expectations of your promotion that are not turning out the way you dreamed they would. Maybe you have crossed over the Jordan, so to speak. You have conquered the wilderness, so to speak. But you're on the other side of a journey or battle, and things just aren't looking quite like you thought the beautiful land flowing with milk and honey would look. Might I encourage you that God is in the delivery process Notice how the verse says God began to deliver so that we could begin to conquer. And the children of Israel had to start somewhere. And so would I encourage you that we start our journey with the Lord walking hand in hand. I leave you with a verse from Deuteronomy 4. Deuteronomy 4, seven says, What other nation is so great as to have their gods near them the way the Lord our God is near us whenever we pray to him? And I would just encourage you, friend, to stop and pray now. Ask God, as you see him promoting you from the wilderness, whatever your wilderness is, whatever it looks like, as you see him taking you to the end of that journey and beginning a new one, then I would encourage you that even if the new journey is not shaping up to be exactly what you thought it would, what God is so near to you as the God of heaven who is near to us when we pray to him. Each episode of the Untangling Life podcast concludes with a segment called On My Desk. This week on my desk, I have the Pure Joy Bible Reading Plan and Journal, Cultivating a Happy Heart. This complements our monthly community Bible reading challenge. You can find this as well as other resources at rachelwojo.com, including 10 free 
calming prayers, prayers to calm your heart. If you'd love to receive that little ebook, I would love to provide it to you. Go to rachelwojo.com and subscribe. Until next time, God sees you and knows your need. Thank you for listening to the Untangling Life Podcast with Rachel Wojo. If you enjoyed this podcast episode, be sure to subscribe. For show notes and free resources, visit rachelwojo.com. See you again soon. Thank you for listening to the Untangling Life Podcast with Rachel Wojo. If you enjoyed this podcast episode, be sure to subscribe. For show notes and free resources, visit rachelwojo.com. See you again soon. Hey friends, Nicole Eunice here from the How to Study the Bible podcast. I want to invite you to experience a fresh look at the story of Joseph and what it means for you today. Life can totally throw us for a loop, whether it's your family or your marriage, work, church, or something else entirely. Maybe you have found yourself in a season that you never would have expected and that you certainly wouldn't have signed up for. In this six-week Bible study together, we're going to talk about the biblical story of Joseph, a man who lived an unexpected life and trusted God through it all. We'll talk about the blessings he experienced, the promises God keeps, the way that tests of our character can actually refine our faith. We'll talk about patience. We'll talk about loss. Absolutely talk about redemption. So come join us for the six-week series over on the How to Study the Bible podcast. Can't wait to dive in with you.